You're listening to The Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. It is Thursday. It is November 2nd. And it has absolutely nothing to do with pie, but we are doing everything pie today. We are doing everything pie. Because it is our pie day. It is our pie day, even though it's it not 3.14. Um, we're just, we wanted to have pie. So, why not? Pie. You're on the coffee hour. We made our own holiday. We're going to talk all about pie this, uh, this t- uh, today on this episode of the coffee hour. And it is live uh, from the Winnikin Room at the LCMS International Center in St. Louis. Special guests, great mm-hmm. food, great pie, great friends here. We are just uh, excited to be celebrating our first pie social on the coffee hour. Now, folks are going to ask where that idea came from. We're going to explain how it was a very detailed process with lots of steps that we, we came to the conclusion to have a pie social. But first, I want to say thanks to Concordia <laughs> University, Wisconsin for supporting the coffee hour. You can find out more about Concordia University, Wisconsin at cuw.edu. Live uncommon. So, Sarah, would you like to explain the very scientific process that uh, brought us to the point of having a pie social? Oh, yeah. So on one of our episodes of the coffee hour, someone mentioned it was Josh yeah. Davis. Douglas. Douglas. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Uh, for Mission Advancement, and he started talking about his favorite pie, which is the pie that I made, actually. Uh, and then we were like, why don't we have pie on the coffee hour? Let's do it. And that was, that is the beginning of Pie Day. And then we said, let's have a pie social. Invite all our friends. Invite all our friends at the International Center. And um, and, and here we are. <laughs> and you know what? Among the KFUO hosts, there's one pie aficionado as well. Mm, that's true. Did you know that? I do now because he's sitting right next to me. <laughs> Pastor Matt Clark, Pastor Matt Youngblood Clark of uh, Ascension Lutheran Church in St. Louis. He's also one of the hosts of Wrestling with the Basics here on KFUO. Pastor Clark, welcome back Thank to the coffee hour. Thank you so very much. It doesn't sound like you guys needed much pushing to get this pie social <laughs> off the ground. I mean, no, <laughs> not much encouragement needed. But thanks for having me. This is ever since Andy contacted me about the pie social. It has been on my calendar I've had to rearrange my schedule, cancel other commitments, <laughs> prioritize to be here this morning, but it was well worth it. This is amazing. Lots and lots of pie, all different sorts. And I'm just impressed as you come in the room. I mean, they're organized by by fruit or custard or, you know, special dietary needs. I mean, it's, this is the most organized pie social I've ever been to. So thank you so much for the invitation to be here. Great way to start the day. I love the commentary, too, because we're actually using our remote broadcast equipment with a remote headset. So yeah. it looks like we're like at a parade or a sport event. Play by true. play. The pie play by social. play. Yeah. True, yeah. yeah. And Pastor we, Clark is like giving the nice commentary on that. We need to like describe the room here and i think i put my pie in the wrong place i didn't realize there were t- more tables over here too there are pies all around the it's room everywhere and we also have coffee today so the coffee we hour do. actually has coffee today uh One our friends at taleo coffee here in kirkwood <laughs> have provided coffee we're going to talk with olivia from taleo coffee in uh, in the second half of the program learn more about taleo coffee interesting name right mm-hmm do you, any idea where that name comes from, Pastor Clark? It sounds biblical. It me. sounds Doesn't biblical. It? That's yeah. a good guess. Yeah. We'll find out more in the second half of the program. Fantastic. Okay. So, um, Pastor Clark, uh, first of all, before we talk about the um, the worthiness of pie, the merits of pie, <laughs> um, what, what pies have you tried so far this morning? I see you have a piece of pie in front of you, and I'm going to continue eating mine, too, because I didn't have enough time so to So, on my, my first pass, just on my first pass, <laughs> first I pass. had... Uh, Mary from KFUO had her blueberry cherry pie, which was Ooh. excellent. It took the time to even cut out of the crust autumnal shapes. So she's got mm. acorns and, and leaves, you know, 
covering the top of her pie. Uh, not only does it taste wonderful, it looks beautiful too. Uh, then I moved on to the pumpkin. Uh, it was a, a dairy-free pumpkin. Very good, mm. very good. And then now I'm on the key lime. So that's why I'm working mm. for now. And I know it's it's November. Key lime's kind of a summer flavor, but mm-hmm. but you know it's is there a wrong time to eat pie? No, no, there See, isn't. You you already answered the important question: Is there a wrong time? People might say, "Why are you having a pie social at eight thirty nine o'clock in the morning?" <laughs> Why not? Why not? That it's, is the correct It's answer. time for pie. Okay, so my, my husband last night when we were making our pies at 10 o'clock at night, uh, <laughs> he was like... Well, it's a common theme in our staff. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was, it was also his birthday pie. Mm-hmm. And so he was like, this has a lot of protein in it. I'm just going to eat it for breakfast. <laughs> I don't think he actually did, but it, I was amused by that. Why thought. not? It's a health food. <laughs> and what, what pie was this that you made for your husband? First? So this was a sour cream raisin pie. Oh, yeah. That this was okay. the pie that inspired the whole day. It was not easy. <laughs> How do you make a sour cream raisin pie? Well, you basically make custard and put raisins in it and put it in a pie shell. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Gooseberry is similar. Mm. Gooseberry pie, you know, gooseberries are pretty tart, but then you add it to the custard and yeah. it sweetens it up a little bit. Mm. Have you ever met a pie you don't like? No. You know, I'm not, no. A, I'm not, a, hu- well, I'm not a huge fan of coconut. Okay. Uh, but oh. uh, beyond that, no. I, I'm a, a lover of pie. And you mentioned, you know, this isn't Pi Day. So March 14th, mm-hmm. right, is Pi Day, um, you know, 3.14, you know, the number Pi. But there's also another Pi Day. The National Pi Council, in fact, uh, has January the 23rd as their Pi Day. Interesting. Because, so it's it's one twenty three because loving Pi is as easy as one, one two, three. Oh, wow. That's their words, not mine. Okay. Are you a member of the, the Pi Council? I am Council? a lifetime member of the Pi Council. <laughs> I'm a card-carrying member. I didn't bring my card with me. I should have. This is not But surprising. it's on radio, so why does it matter? Uh, <laughs> our listeners can see the card anyway. But, but yeah, my wife, Lisa, got me a lifetime membership for, for my birthday uh, what, a few years ago. What does that get you exactly? So, lots of perks. <laughs> the benefits are endless, Sarah. Uh, <laughs> the biggest thing the Pi Council does is they have an annual event, a pie contest in Orlando, Florida. I think it's going on like year 19 or 20, um, where they, they actually do judge the pies and you can sample the pies and, and there's, you know, different categories and different winners in each category. So I think that's the, mm. that's the big thing is the, the pie palooza or whatever it's pie called. Palooza. Now, see, that's the difference that's between us and the pie council. There's no judgment here. I mean, there might be, but <laughs> everyone's it's all a winner. Good fun. <laughs> Everyone's a winner. You brought a pie. Um, we, we appreciate you for bringing a pie and celebrating with us here during the pie social. Um, so joking, you know, we've been joking about pie and, and, and its merits and that sort of thing. But really thinking about, you know, when we gather as family, when we gather uh, together with loved ones, we usually gather around food when we gather as a congregation. Think about like Advent. I know in our congregation during Advent and Lent, we have dinners usually before our evening services or after our evening services. Why is why is food and particularly pie mm. a valuable part of fellowship? And, and why do we gather around food, Pastor? Well, my love of pie personally began at a very early age, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> and it was at my church. It was at my church. So our Savior in Fenton is where I grew up. Uh, so we have folks in St. Louis, that's kind of a, a suburb of, mm-hmm. of the St. Louis area. And we had a pie auction. Hmm. So there was someone in the congregation that had some medical needs. And to raise money, they had a pie auction. And I remember my mom, I was pretty young, my mom made a, a strawberry pie. And the auctioneer said, well, it looks like there's 50 strawberries in this pie. So let's start the bidding at $50, you know, and, you know, 
back then fifty dollars was a lot, right? You know, um, and whoa, yeah. You know. So it was pie doing good, and people rallying around just a fun event where we're auctioning off pies, and then we're enjoying each other's pie. Um, so I think that's just one example where, yeah, the, the community, the church, can gather around God's gift of food, his gift of pie, <laughs> use it for good, and then just enjoy fellowship. I mean, when you're gathering together just for conversation to have a piece of pie or whatever it is, um, that's, just, that's just great. Hmm. And I, I think it's biblical. You know, in the Bible, we hear about people breaking bread and even, mm. you know, Jesus after his resurrection, you know, how he, he eats with people and makes breakfast even for people on the, the shore of the Sea of Galilee, right? And there's something to fellowship and food. I think they just go together. They do. I agree. How does Ascension use food in fellowship? Yeah, as, I, as I'm talking about this, I'm thinking we need to use pie a little more. Yeah, that's one thing we need to improve. <laughs> we need to work on. I need to talk to our, our board of elders about this. <laughs> but but uh, yeah, in connection to, you know, kind of pre-worship, you mentioned you know, Advent and Lent, we have those evening services. So we have meals that precede that where mm-hmm. we gather together and, and we fellowship and we talk and then that's in the lower level fellowship hall. We go upstairs and we, we worship together. We're fed by God's word. So it's, it goes hand in hand. Mm-hmm. Now, do you have a right and a wrong way to do pie. We know you don't like coconut, but are there rules to pie making? Uh, or pie eating. <laughs> or pie eating. I, you know, I, or do I, you have a personal set of rules? We, you know, I, my wife is just a very good baker, so I'm spoiled. Mm. Uh, but she'll make homemade crust. So, you know, mm. she, she doesn't buy the store, you know, the frozen, pre, you know, it's always homemade, which, which I think is, you know, not necessary. But boy, I think that really does you know, raise the bar when it comes to, when it comes to pie making, pie mm-hmm. eating, for sure. I, I will say the, uh, you're talking about churches and pies, the, the congregation I, I first served, uh, Emmanuel in Waterloo, Illinois, mm-hmm. they, they had an annual, a worse smart and a couple other dinners, but they had a, a dedicated pie closet. So on the door engraved was pie closet so it was it was literally a <laughs> closet primarily used for storing pies and they had built-in shelves what? for those dinners so i knew i was in the right church did they have to lock the pie closet <laughs> when <laughs> you were around <laughs> only if it was stocked with pie i guess <laughs> but i knew i knew the lord had called me to the right place when when the church <laughs> oh my word had a pie closet that is that's impressive it is impressive. I, I don't think there are very few churches out there that have that. You know, more should, obviously. I've never heard of that. <laughs> That's amazing. Well, we're going to take a break in just a moment. Before we do that, though, I'm just curious, what is it particularly about pie compared to other desserts? What, what makes pie stand out for you compared to other desserts? For me, I think it's the, the, the vast array of flavors, right? So mm-hmm. even this morning, we have, you know, we have fruits and they're kind of tart. We have chocolates that are or sweet and decadent, uh, vast array of flavors. You can do so much with pie. It's, it's a versatile dessert. It's one that's kind of stood the test of time, right? <laughs> you know, it's, it's been around forever. Um, the ancient Egyptians apparently had some kind of form of pie that they what? used. And then I think the 1500s Europe is kind of where it really took off. And then, of course, came to the United States, but uh, came to America. Uh, but anyway, I think the versatility of pie, Andy, to answer your question, is one of the things that makes it a, a go-to dessert for me. It, it, it can be sweet. It can be savory. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We have some breakfast uh, pies, mm. quiches here this morning as oh. well. So yeah, it can. Man, we it, haven't we haven't talked about how it actually qualifies as a pie. This was a whole. Oh boy! Discussion. Oh boy! Uh-huh. How long is the show? <laughs> okay. Well, we do have some pie trivia too coming up in a little bit. 
Um, we are going to take a short break, and we're going to learn about tomato coffee here in just a moment. Um, because what goes well with hot? The coffee. Obviously. <laughs> You're listening to the Coffee Hour. We'll continue the conversation in just a moment. You're a miracle. You know that, right? A living, breathing, one-of-a-kind miracle. You were created to stand apart, to share your gifts in the service of others, to make an uncommon impact in a common world. And at Concordia University, it's our mission to help you do that, to live uncommon. To learn more about Concordia, go to cuw.edu. Welcome back to the Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. It is. This is Brandon Cross. Pie pie. Day. <laughs> oh, good! You finally got some pie. I got some more pie. <laughs> I've just been eating mine throughout the whole interview here. That's why you have guests on. It's so you true. can eat pie while you. You have just a... talk, and I'll eat pie. Yeah, it's that's fine. Great. What kind of pie do you have down there, Sarah? So this is the one I can eat. It's cranberry Jello pie. Cranberry Jello pie. Yes. How's it taste? Have you tasted it I yet? I am not tasted <laughs> it. I literally just ran over here. I'm enjoying uh, bourbon sweet potato pie down on this end. That's why you sent me a picture of bourbon. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, joining us now at our pie social, we have mm. Olivia Tischler. She is the founder and owner of Taleo Coffee here in Kirkwood, and they have graciously provided coffee for the coffee hour pie social today olivia welcome to the coffee hour thank you thanks for having me it is so fun to uh to get to have coffee with our pie this morning and good coffee too mm -hmm. um occasionally our staff will like slip away in the afternoon and uh <laughs> go over to Toledo for some coffee and just like a nice casual staff meeting mm -hmm. um because sometimes in the coffee hour we don't get to have coffee because we're so busy in the morning no, we don't have time to like really don't. sneak out and go have good coffee so occasionally we'll sneak over to delay oh coffee and have some good coffee fun little coffee house right here in kirkwood yeah. how did the how did the the idea of Taleo coffee begin yeah so um i went to college at slu mm -hmm. um was actually in school for occupational therapy that's what i thought i wanted to do um and then the Lord kind of put this idea of a coffee shop on my heart. Um, he, it was kind of an idea of using a space for community and fellowship, but kind of using it for something more. So our mission is to love our neighbors. We use products that go back into the community. Um, we're just really intentional with the environment that we create. Uh, just trying to have it be as loving as possible, just because Christians are called to love people well. And so that's kind of what, I felt like I was called to kind of live out and a coffee shop is just the avenue to do that. I mean, and what says love more than coffee, right? <laughs> I mean, I think it's one of my love languages. <laughs> and then when you combine it with pie, even better. Mm, even better. So um, it started in 2019, 2020. Yeah, yeah. Mm. 20, April of 2020 is when I started to serve the coffee at farmer's markets. Um did the Kirkwood Farmer's Market, did Tower Grove, did Maplewood, all the different farmer's markets for about a year and a half. I did a tent outside of our building while the building was being constructed. 
we called it the mini on Monroe because mm. our street is Monroe and it's our mini coffee shop. So <laughs> we did that for a while. Um, started that in February of 2021 and then opened our doors in August of 2021 as well. And then now here we are. Yeah. Over two years later. Yeah. It's an amazing coffee shop. Probably one of the ones I frequent the most around here. So <laughs> super cool to have you here. Have Delio Coffee here. Now, what is what is the name? What does that mean? Yeah. So Taleo is the Greek root word of tetelestai, mm-hmm. um, which means it is finished. And that was the last word Jesus said on the cross. So it kind of came from, I wanted to use that specifically because it was a word people didn't necessarily know. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't necessarily like, oh, that's obviously a Christian coffee shop. Because mm. I don't want to be very evidently a Christian coffee shop because then people who have been burned by the church won't come because mm. they don't want anything to do with it. So we want to use it as a space to have healing and, and show people that we just love them well. And so, but I wanted there to still be a nod to it. So when people are like, what does this mean? Then it's a very easy avenue to be able to, in a very simple way, mm-hmm. share the gospel. Yeah. It's brilliant. What's on the fall menu at Taleo Coffee? <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, we have... Um, a lot of pumpkin drinks. <laughs> we have our pumpkin delight. That's like our spin on a pumpkin spice latte. It's more sweet. Um, then we have a frothy pumpkin, which is like a pumpkin white chocolate. That's an ice drink. And then it has like our fall foam on top, which is like a cold foam, really thick. Um, and then we have a butter pecan cortado and a cortado Ooh, is, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's equal amount espresso to milk. So it's about a four ounce drink, pretty small, but it's for people who want a more concentrated drink. Mm-hmm. I have to tell you, my husband has been inspired by Taleo, uh, to make, I think it's your honey bear. Is that yeah. the one with the cinnamon That's in our it? bestseller. Okay. So we just got an espresso machine. At, well, I guess it's not just anymore. Several months ago. And his favorite thing to make for himself is a honey bear. After we went to Taleo, he's like, this is amazing. I have to learn how to make it. So now that you have a butter pecan one, we're going to have to go. And he's going to have to figure it out so he can make it for himself, too. Yeah, there like, you, go. you are his inspiration for our home <laughs> espresso drinks. I'm honored. I'm honored. <laughs> All right. So pairing coffee with pie, since mm. we are celebrating pie today. Right. And we have our pie official here as well. Um <laughs> Uh, Pastor Clark is our pie official. Um, <laughs> I'm honored. Do, what do you? Really? What what pairs well with different kinds of pie? Pa- Pastor, do you have a favorite beverage, beverage with pie? Well, you know, I think of the, the Christmas song where I pass around the coffee and the pumpkin pie, mm-hmm. right? So I, I think a lot of those fall pies, the, your pecan, your pumpkin, just goes so well with with a nice warm cup of coffee. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right, Olivia, you're the coffee expert. How do we pair coffee with pie? Are there specific coffees to pair with pie? I know this is a very tricky question. Yeah, I mean, if you get kind of just like a house blend, it mm-hmm. usually has, ours has kind of, kind of a chocolatey caramel notes mm-hmm. to it. So that would probably pair well with, you know, like a chocolate mousse or, or something mm-hmm. something that kind of pairs with the chocolate. But then if you do something like a Ethiopian natural, <gasps> yes. that would give you a very fruity kind of note to it so that could go well with your your cherry pie or apple pie all the different fruit pies i'm taking mental notes this is helpful (laughs) so many things to consider information Mm. and ethiopian's my favorite yeah that's so good good. that's very good so do you do you have a favorite pie probably a pumpkin pie okay just just a traditional gal here yeah 
that's fine. But do you have a favorite coffee? This is what I really need to know. And I know oh, that might be really fair. mean asking someone who makes coffee for a living. Which child is your favorite? I know, right? Yeah, sorry. But I'm really curious if like there's a certain or at least like a certain type of coffee. Like I like the more sour ones and my husband hates them. He likes the more earthy ones. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I I am a big espresso fan. Okay. Specifically. Mm-hmm. So like like I was saying, a cortado mm. is just equal amount espresso and milk so it's a very concentrated drink so mm-hmm. i really cortados are probably my favorite mm-hmm. um to get that espresso forward drink mm-hmm. versus a drip coffee okay personally yeah mm-hmm. so we've paired coffee with pie we've discussed <laughs> pie i think it's time for a little pie trivia Oh are you boy, guys ready for it. some pie trivia? Yeah. All right. Now, Pastor Clark pointed out earlier that um, some of our earliest history uh, or records of pie <laughs> go back to Egypt. Um, the The pies were sometimes made in what? Do we know what they were made in? They were made in reeds, which were used for the sole purpose of holding and filling, um, not for eating with the filling. Huh. So is this a reeds. vessel? Yeah. Or the filling. Don't eat the reeds. Yeah. Don't eat the reeds. It's like the people that just eat the <laughs> filling and don't eat the crust, right? Mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to judge. I might. <laughs> just eat the filling and not the crust. I mean, now that we've developed the, the okay. All right. Kind of so loose definition of pie. More <laughs> pie trivia from the American Pie Council. Now, now, Pastor Clark, I would expect you to know all of this since you're a member of the Pie Council. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the the I'll Romans. I'll try not to disappoint you, Andy. <laughs> Uh-huh. To take your membership away. So, <laughs> Revoke my membership. It's a lifetime membership. You can't do this. According to the American Pie Council, the Romans must have spread the word about pies around Europe as the Oxford English Dictionary notes that the word pie was a popular word in the 14th, the 14th century. Um, the first pie recipe was published by the Romans and was for a rye-crusted goat cheese and honey pie. Mm, Yum. I would eat that. It does sound interesting. It sounds hearty. Hardy, hardy. Dry crust hardy and goat pie. cheese. Yeah. That's a savory, savory, savory pie. Yeah. I mean, goat cheese and honey is still a thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. sure. I need it. <laughs> if I, mean, I could. I would be willing to try. <laughs> I, if, it seems like it needs like a little bit of herb with it. Maybe mm. goat cheese, honey, and herb pie in mm. rye. Are you going to mm. make that now, Andy? Uh, <laughs> probably not. <laughs> um, early Earliest pies were predominantly meat pies mm. and spelled P-Y-E. Yes, okay. pies. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So thankfully we did not... Uh, we didn't have any Sweeney Todd music Sweeney today. Todd. Oh, mm, that's, that's a different program. That's kind of what I thought would do. <laughs> they originally appeared in England as early as the 12th century, and the crust of the pie was referred to as coffin. Mm, that makes oh, sense. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. Yeah. Actually more crust than filling. Mm. And uh, yeah, the pies were made using fowl and legs were left to hang over the side oh, of the dish no, to no. use <laughs> as handles. Oh gosh. That's amazing. It's a very visual uh-uh. depiction. This is a good time because it's right before Thanksgiving. Our listeners exactly. can try some of these techniques. There you go. Exactly. Bring a pie with your turkey well, legs. That is all yeah. the fascinating pie trivia I have for today. We are just about out of time. Oh, are we really? That's we sad. are out of time. <laughs>
Thank you so much to our crew for being uh, for our guests today, Pastor Clark and Olivia Tischler. Thank you so much for being our guests and joining us here on the Coffee Hour. Olivia, thank you for sharing about Taleo's story here. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Pastor Clark, thank you for sharing your passion for coffee or for pie here on <laughs> the Coffee you. Hour. Thank we, you, Andy we, and Sarah. We really appreciate you spending time with us here and for all of you sharing with us. Thanks for uh, being a part of the pie social here on the Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. Coffee Hour with Andy and Sarah is a production of KFUO. To support the Coffee Hour and KFUO Radio, visit KFUO.org. You can also text KFUO to 41444 or send an email to gifts at KFUO.org. And you can call us at 800-844-0524. KFUO. Christ for you anytime, anywhere. Anywhere.